I think that cheap dopamine really robbing a lot of people of, of their ambition. Hmm. Dopamine is responsible for your ambition, your motivation, your drive, mm-hmm. right? However, when you spike dopamine, the more you spike dopamine, like it's a crazy spikes, you use that, you use up the, the dopamine in that pool. So then after that spike, you drop below baseline. Hmm. Yo, what up, what up? It's your man, Brandon Carter, and you are listening to the Victory Talk podcast this is the podcast where we show you how to build your money muscle and mindset i give you the lessons that i learned over my career building several multi seven figure businesses and every once in a while i bring in my successful multi-millionaire friends to teach you their lessons as well no matter what podcast platform you're tuning into make sure you follow us there because we are dropping new content that's going to help you succeed now let's get into today's episode Welcome back, guys. Digital Social Hour. I'm here with a legend today, Brandon Carter. Yo, what's going on, man? <laughs> How's it going, bro? I'm doing great, man. Man, I got questions for you. I can't wait. I got questions for you, man. <laughs> like the 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 one you were filming before this, man. These guys had seen UFOs and shit. I'm supposed to follow that, man. That's gonna be tough. You should have right? had me go first, man. Yeah, that was the main event. It was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> nah, you'll top it. All right, we'll see, man. Let's get started, man. Mm-hmm. Keto diet. Yeah. So I don't know much about it, but I was researching you. seems like you've been on it for nine years now, right? About eight years. It's going on now. Okay. Yeah. And what's that been like, that shift for you? It's been fantastic for me. It's not for everyone. I'm not one of these guys who's like an evangelist who's telling everyone they need to do keto. Yeah. Um, everyone's different. You know, some people can eat a peanut and die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say that one thing is for everyone. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it's been it's just been incredible, man. Like I, I started the ketogenic diet because my cholesterol was high, hmm. right? And it's a genetic predisposition. A lot of people in my family okay. have high cholesterol, so it was some it was genetic. Uh, and they were trying to put me on statins. What is that? Uh, these are like pills that lower your cholesterol, oh, but yeah. they have crazy side effects. Yeah, it's terrible for you. Dementia, Jesus, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a side effect, uh, low testosterone, all all types of stuff, right? And but I I had been a nutritionist. For like you know almost 20 years right? okay uh personal training nutritionist and i was like what if i try to do it naturally and i remember i had talked to this dude a long time ago named jimmy moore mm. and he was a big keto advocate and i said you know what i let me look into this more and i realized that there was a lot of studies that showing that ketogenic diet actually improves people's cholesterol mm. um a lot a lot of people not everyone yeah some people's cholesterol goes way off the charts <laughs> right this is not some for everyone, I'm right. not trying to push this on no one. So all you, f- <laughs> all you f- guys can just put your axes down, put your spears down. I'm yeah. not trying to f- push this on anybody. He just asked me a question. These people, they hate it, bro. They hate it. People hate keto. Yeah. Speaking of hating, you. But but but, but uh, the first month I was on it, my cholesterol went down. Okay. 100 points. I said I didn't need to be on it, but I felt better. I had more energy. I mean, initially it sucked, but. The first two weeks, but then I got past that. Okay. I knew that was gonna, ha- gonna happen, and then I had more energy, man. Mm. Like I didn't need as much sleep. My skin was clear, you know, and I was more ripped because you know you lose a lot of water weight when you're on a ketogenic diet. So like I, I had the appearance of being more ripped. Okay. Shredded, and I felt great. So I said, "Fuck, just stay on it." And then wow. I just been on. It's been eight years later. So what exactly it. is ketosis? Because I've seen that online. Yeah. So the ketosis basically when you so when you're on a standard uh, Western diet, standard American diet. You're consuming carbohydrates, right? Yep. And those carbohydrates convert to glu to glucose. Yeah. And and um that glucose is the energy source that your body uses, right? Mm. Glucose or glycogen. 
in the absence of glucose, right? If you're not eating carbohydrates, your body's not going to have a lot of uh, glucose. There's going to be some, but not enough to run. So in the absence of glucose, your pancreas secretes, um, I'm sorry, in, a, in your liver secretes something called uh, ketones. And these ketones become your new fuel source, mm. right? So now you're, you're using the fat that you eat and fat in your body for fuel as opposed to uh, glucose, as mm. opposed to running on carbohydrates. And there's some advantages to that for some people, right? Not for everyone, for some people. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, dorks. <laughs> Birds. <laughs> they're gonna get all crazy about it you know but listen it's um you know because w- when your glucose levels go above 110 your blood mm-hmm. glucose levels go above 110 your pancreas secretes a hormone called insulin okay. and insulin's job is to get rid of the excess glucose right right um so you can function the problem is it it it, it does it kind of indiscriminately and this is why people get tired you know that's ever happened to you yeah 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 that, not me Really? Yeah, nah, I eat a big meal and I'm chilling. Even when you go to like a buffet? I mean, if I, 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 if I overdo it, yeah. right? If I, if, I, if I like, if, if I go there like it's like, like it's a challenge. Yeah. But, um, nah, like I, I'm not tired after I, after I eat lunch wow. or a big meal or anything because, um, I don't have the, that insulin spike. Yeah. yeah. And I saw you just took testosterone for a year. Yeah, it's been two years now. Oh, I you're on two when, years? I, yeah, yeah. So I started when I was 38. I, I went on testosterone just because, um, you know my, my my levels were low, and I just you know I want to mm. be the best I can be. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to optimize. I was I was healthy, like yeah. I could have lived, right? But I wanted to be the best I can be. So yeah, I, I gotta say, man, I got it from a doctor. It's, it's TRT. I get it from um T um uh, T Clinics USA in um Tampa, Florida. I gotta say, dude, I took a blood test and my testosterone was low. This was like a year ago, and yeah. I used to get sick a lot. Mm. So I was like, all right, let me let me raise this. Yeah. I haven't been sick since. Yeah. Like one time, just no, from having good testosterone. Yeah, I haven't been sick in six years. Yeah, it's crazy. Every, when everybody was getting, I don't know if you can say it on this, the sea. Yeah. In, in New York, I was walking around like, I am legend. Like, <laughs> I ain't getting nothing. My girlfriend had this shit three times. You never got it? Never got it. I was kissing her in the mouth, <laughs> off her plate, having unprotected sex with her. <laughs> and I ain't get, I ain't get, uh, I, I didn't catch it once. I didn't even test positive. The only time I test positive, my son had it. He's five. And he sneezed in my mouth. I was, laughing. <laughs> I was laughing at something he did, and he sneezed in my mouth. And I didn't even know I had it, but he, his mom tested him. And he yeah. tested positive. I, had, I was asymptomatic, but okay. I, I, tested, I tested positive, but I was asymptomatic. Yeah. That was after the, the fourth close encounter. How did he? Him. I got a question. How did he sneeze in your mouth? <laughs> he was doing something silly. We were like playing around, and uh, like I was like tickling him. He's five, right? Okay. And uh, I was tickling him, and we were like messing around. And, and I was laughing at something he did. And then at the same time, he sneezed and it went right in my mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh. What are the odds of that? Yeah, like me, you know, me and me and him, we like wrestle and get crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I love how real you are, man. One of the things I saw you do is you write down your haters. Yeah. Why do you do that? The list of hate, man. So, okay. This is, this is, this is, this is, it's going to blow your mind. Yeah. This, this might, this might be worth the cost of admission. <laughs> right. Sometimes, you know, people say, how do I get motivated or how do I get, um, you know, how do I really go after it? And what I suggest they do, if you have an issue with motivation at all, is just make a list of all the people who've hated on you. Like, mm. you know, people said you couldn't do it. People talk shit about you. People laughed at you. Girls who cheated on you, left you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Put it on your phone, your notes, you know, and then and look at that shit every time 
you you don't feel like doing what you're supposed to do, mm. you know, or or start your day off with it. If you're if you're a crazy person like me, <laughs> and start your day off like that, what it's gonna do is gonna push you right because, you know, you can't legally punish them right, right without going to prison. <laughs> but don't but uh, the the best revenge, according to Frank Sinatra, the best revenge is massive success, mm. right? So like I want them to look back at, I want them to look back at it like Damn, I did that. You know, see, I shouldn't been out here hating, uh, you know, because I could have been I could have been involved in. In this success, you know, <laughs> has a past hater ever reached out to you and apologized? Oh yeah, it, it happens. And you forgave him? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not out here. You know, they know not what they do. Right. You know what I'm saying. So like, it, it's, it's no big deal. Um, some of them I became cool with later. You know, okay. A lot, a lot of times, man, people who hate on me, they end up like, and I'm, not, I'm doing something. Like there's <laughs> one guy, he was hating, talking crazy about me on YouTube. He called me a. Next thing you know, this motherfucker has a heart attack. He almost oh. died. And do nothing it's just you know because i'm nice to everybody i'm friendly to everybody i treat everybody with respect you know homeless people junkies everyone janitors <laughs> you know i show everybody love and if you so if you hating on me it's probably just a reflection of like a lot of like wild going on yeah it's like, always projection yeah it's projection right so it's you know that that negative energy that negativity is is gonna it's going to have ramifications. It's going to manifest itself in other, other ways. Sometimes it's health. Sometimes it's just, you know, you, you can't, you can't, I never met a successful hater, you know? I'll, yeah. But the list of it. hate, what it does is it takes this negative energy and transmutes it. And now you use it to deploy against your goal. So, you, mm. so it makes you invincible. Right. Because, right, in like the, these, this thing that was negative, somebody hating on you, mm. you turn it into positive by using it to propel you towards your, your goals. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a methodology. So you don't let it get to your head, the haters on social media. Oh no, no, it's like it's like I said, I'm invincible, right? So it's like <laughs> it's, it makes it like, oh man, it's um, mm, all right. <laughs> well, I'm gonna give them something to hate on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it motivates me. It makes me, it gets me excited. Why do you recommend people have five bank accounts? Oh man, because okay, so my dad is a funny story. Well, it's not a funny story. <laughs> not funny at all. So I grew up kind of like poor on, on the south side of Chicago. And my, you know, uh, my dad, he lived with us, but I didn't see him a lot because he was out grinding, yeah. trying to build his business. But he was didn't make a lot of money. You know? Okay. Excuse me. And then I got sent away to military school because I got in, you know, a little bit of trouble, you know, and for high school. But but when I was in high school, that's when it started taking off. You know, I'm like 15, so this is like you know 16, 17 years of him grinding at, mm. some, at the same thing finally started working in like 15 15 years later and by the time i graduated from high school he was making um three million dollars a year Damn. Yeah. Uh, he had an insurance claim business but he was Whoa. focusing on the sales yeah and he hired people to do all the other stuff and he just he did the sales and um adjusted for inflation that's eight million dollars a year yeah today's money Damn. okay sounds great i didn't experience any of it because remember i was going away at military school then i went to college okay by the time I graduated from college, he had lost all the money. He was broke. So Whoa. I, I kind of like missed the whole boat. What happened? Right. He just, you know, it's weird. Making money and managing money are two different skill sets. Right. Right. And sometimes like a lot of times people will get become successful and they stop doing the things that got them successful. Right. They start indulging in their success, the fruits mm. of their labor. So they start, whether it's nightlife, mm. uh, alcohol, gambling, you know. Um, he didn't have a problem with that. His main problem was gambling and just being he, like, it seemed like he was out a lot, you know, like he was yeah. just indulging. Gambling's indulging. a big problem, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we're in Vegas, yeah. so I already know. And um, 
and he just started indulging. He took his foot off. He took his eyes off the prize, right. you know, and he was broken. Then he committed. Oh, in oh, oh, seven. So a few years after he went broke, he committed. Suicide. So, yeah, you know, so like it's like I, but I saw him come up, you know, and I didn't experience anyone. But by the time he out, we were back to basics, you know, back to yeah. like basically all I knew was poverty, and um, but the five bank account strategy. I call it MBA accounting. So you have one one bank account where all your money, all your income sources, you get de- you deposit in here. You don't have no no debit card associated, no automatic payments, nothing. It's just to collect the money. Okay. Right? And then on whatever interval that you feel like is appropriate, uh, you could do it every day if you want, or you can do it every week. You 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 you, you take percentages and put it in each bank account, right? So you put fifty percent into what I call the the war chest and this is money that you use only to make more money okay like investments right you know yeah. so you're basically saving and or investing 50 percent of your money right if you do that you can't never go broke mm. like my dad right and then and then you you live off 30 percent of your income this is what i do this is what i suggest and i teach my students right seven you live off 33 percent of your income people are like oh i can't do that you got to make more money man <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get time to get to work you know time to get to work baby and you're living off 30 percent of your income right how can you go broke you can't and then you divide the other uh in uh, in accounts into one for taxes right well it depends on your state and whatever yeah. your tax bracket is and the other one for and then the rest for uh i, I take five percent of my income and i buy like jewelry designer clothes you know what i'm saying Fun money. <laughs> watches yeah. you know what i'm saying like fuck shit. but it's only five percent of my income it's nothing yeah exactly and you can never go broke doing that i call it right. nba accounting Never, never broke again. How did you learn that? Uh, I kind of developed it. It was based off a. I read a book and I met the author. Uh, it's a book called um, Profit First. Because mm. the first year I made a million dollars, I looked at my bank account and I was like, the money. <laughs> <laughs> and then I read Profit First. I was like, oh, I need to change it. So it, it's based off his his protocol, but I, I altered it a little bit uh, for me. You know, nice. And people can alter mine if they want to, or you can read the book and yeah, go straight to the source material. Speaking know? of books, I love your book strategy. You read two books a week for the past ten years. Yeah, I mean, Pro- I mean, honestly, it's probably been longer than that. Jesus, yeah. so much knowledge. But I like how you do it while you're working out, right? Yeah. So one thing I do is I get the kin. I, if you got an iPad, you get the iPad or iPhone to do it too. You get the Kindle app, right? You get the Kindle app. And if you get the Kindle app, if you get the the, the Kindle book and the audio book, mm. it'll read the book to you. So you get Audible. Yeah, so you get so you get both, right? So one thing I like to do is, I'll like for example, reading the book. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, what speed do you do? Uh, top speed. <laughs> <laughs> so I do that while I'm working out. I'm doing cardio in the morning, but also I also took a speed reading course when I was oh uh, nice like twenty. 20, 22, 23, and that really up my my reading speed a lot. So I can read faster than that, but sometimes it's um not while I'm working out. Right. So I, I keep I like to read on the Kindle or I have a book with me at all times. But like during when most people are like yeah. s- searching social media, I'll just break the book out. Like I was Man. shopping with my girl today, and I was like, all right, babe, you go do your thing, and I just broke out. Dude, you're always learning. I love it. Yeah, man, you got to come up. The more you learn, the more you sperm. The more you earn, <laughs> the more you earn. <laughs> you said sperm. Yeah, you know, same same thing. Man. 
something. On <laughs> man, that's over a hundred bucks a year for over ten years, dude. Yeah, like, man, you, you you get some you get some knowledge, man. You know, some knowledge. That's insane knowledge. Yeah, but, I mean, what's been the top like five or ten books that changed your life? Um, so I gotta go with uh, first of all, I'm gonna say Relentless by Tim Grover. I have it tattooed here. Wow, yeah. that's how good it was. He got a tattoo. Yeah, well, you know, it's like you. There was a time in my life where I was working real hard. People were calling me like a, a, a workaholic. Yeah. You know, and I was listening to people around me. You got to f- have fun. You got to enjoy life. You got to. They're saying I just work too hard. Mm. And I was thought, man, maybe something's wrong with me because I like want to do this. Mm. Right. Maybe. And I, I read this book and, it, and, you know, Tim Grover trained Jordan, Kobe, uh, Dwayne Wade, um, and a bunch of other like high level stars. Yeah. You know? And his, his book wasn't about training. It was about the mindset of, of like these like elite champions right and i thought oh wait a minute and what i'm doing is right for what my goals are you get what i'm saying and it gave me permission to just kind of be myself and then i realized that you know this whole enjoying life thing when people say that they, they kind of mean recreation or hedonism and there's nothing wrong with that but if that's the only way you can find joy then you only get little pockets of joy right because mm. you can't get drunk or go to parties or go on vacations every right. day Right. But if you can find joy in pushing yourself, find joy in seeing what you're made of, find joy in actually working hard. Mm. If you can find joy in that, then you can have joy every day. Like I'm just as happy in front of my computer all day working as somebody on vacation on the beach. Wow. Right. The difference is I can do it every day and they can't. Mm. So, you know, it just gave me permission to embrace that. Yeah. And I made a lot more money as a result. That's you know? Yeah. So I would say that book. Awaken the Giant Within. I read it when I was seventeen. That really Tony Robbins. Yeah, that really changed my yeah. life, man. The man a beast. My main takeaway from that was state control, like learning how to control your emotions. Mm. I guess before I read that, I thought things happen to you and you respond emotionally, but then I realized, oh, wait a minute, you can feel whatever emotion you want to feel, regardless of circumstances. Mm. And that was, you know, I've had a lot of opportunities in my life to put that to the test. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's funny. Um, in I mean, like, your know, father committed some shit, you know, not to say I was happy and smiling in, but I was able to bounce back a lot faster as a result of reading that book. Wow. And, you know, and, and there's that rich dad, poor dad was Classic. a big impact on yeah. me, you know, like, um, like my real expensive stuff, like this fuck. Is that a Richard? God. Mill, man. <laughs> yeah, this is passive income. Oh, yeah? You get what I'm That's saying? the 5%? Yeah, no, it wasn't 5%. This was just straight passive oh. income. So it was a little more than 5%, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Right? But it, it was made from like money I made in the stock market. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, guys. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far and you're getting lots of value from it. On the Victory Talk podcast, our goal is to help you guys make money, build muscle, and improve your mindset with brand new episodes every day and we're not trying to sell you a bunch of stuff there's no sponsors like these other guys they're trying to sell underwear on their podcast some fucking bullshit that someone paid them to do i ain't doing none of that so if you found value in this at all man please write a review because it's really going to help us put out more content help more people make more money build their muscle and improve their mindset now enjoy the rest of the show so i just it's cool i can do that shit again next year if i wanted to yeah. you know Sick. um get buy one of these every year uh you know so that was that's three yeah then there's um 
the Encyclopedia of Modern Bar- Bodybuilding by Arnold mm. Schwarzenegger. That's probably the best fitness book really? ever written. Yeah. But he was all natural, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But his advice was still solid okay. you know, in that book. Um, and it <laughs> was Arnold Nat. <laughs> uh, and then uh, number five, I'm going to go with, oh, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm, that's a Dale good one. Carnegie. That's yeah, that's book. a great one. It's, a, it's, a, it's incredible. Yeah. So you sound like you were you were read. So what, I'm an audiobook guy, but I'm going to start using your strategy. Cause, Yo, because it's like you're immersed in it. Right? Yeah. You can't, you, it's difficult to lose focus if exactly. you're reading. Because it's, it's multiple senses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I try doing it while I'm working and it doesn't really work. So I'm going to try doing it while I'm working out. Yeah, especially of if you're doing cardio because I fucking cardio. Cardio is boring. Yeah. So that's perfect. I either do that or I play video games when I do cardio. Yeah. Because video games a mindless task. Yeah. That's the only time I play video games. Yeah. That's a, that's a cheat code for any of you guys listening. You want to get in shape, only play video games while you're doing cardio. <laughs> so I got a Switch or I play um, my iPad, Call of Duty Mobile. Okay. I'm dropping nukes on the haters. All right. While I'm. <laughs> <laughs> while I'm um, uh, getting ripped. Okay. So you play video games, but you also talk about the importance of balancing dopamine levels. Ah, uh, yeah. This is the new one that I've been really trying to talk about. Um, it's, it's super important, man. I think that cheap dopamine is a way to, is, is really robbing a lot of people of, of their ambition. Mm. You know, because dopamine is responsible for your ambition, your motivation, your drive, mm-hmm. right? However, when you spike dopamine, the more you spike dopamine, like the crazy spikes, what happens is you have a, a what's called an available pool of dopamine mm. in your body on a neurological level. And when you have a big spike, you use that, you use up the, the dopamine in that pool. So then after that spike, you drop below baseline, hmm. right? And it takes a little while for your body to replenish, right? So when, but if you're doing things like stacking dopamine, dopa, uh, dopamine uh, spiking activities, like let's say somebody goes out they're in Vegas, right? They go out, they go out uh, to a club. Let's say they do some, yeah, right. Let's say they get some drinks, or let's say they 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 have somebody they just meet one night stand, right? All these things are are gonna really spike your dopamine high. The next day you're gonna be out of dopamine. Mm. Your body's gonna have to take time to replenish it, right? And that's why you see some of the people I know who are the most unhappy are the people who are like go out every night, who go out the most, right? Yeah. You notice that, and and. And it gets to the point where like that going out doesn't even make them happy because they don't have enough dopamine mm. in their reserves to feel wow. You are, you have you have to let it replenish. But what's more, what's more, um, the worst part about that is you need dopamine and drive to attack your goals. Mm. And if you're wasting it all on like cheap thrills, yeah, then you know even if it's just like social media or stuff like that. Then it's like you don't have enough to deploy against your goals. And yeah, I love that, man. Yes, so the I, I I'm careful about how often I do cardio with with it because after I learned this, right? Oh, but I, I hate cardio, so like I try to do something to make it more fun sometimes. Yeah, if yeah. I need it, but I'm, I'm I'm careful about the amount. Wait, so cardio releases dopamine? I mean, if you like it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck. <laughs> can i didn't know that because i love playing basketball so i'm probably releasing basketball is dope yeah and that's cool it's like like the more natural the thing is the the better right right you know so there's some things that like if you play basketball that that's that's probably fine yeah you 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 know you might need a rest after but it's it's fine you know there's things that will raise your baseline or help you replenish it sleep Mm -hmm. getting enough sleep funny enough that uh 
cold exposure, like cryotherapy or cold plunge, yeah. doubles your baseline. Really? Uh, for a few hours. Your wow. baseline levels of dopamine without a, subs a subsequent crash. So if you do that after then it offsets it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you have yeah, it, guys. Yeah, so like, <laughs> that, that's... That's the part of it that's like can be dangerous. I stopped doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, for real. Like it, it can really rob you of your ambition. Yeah, like, people get addicted to it, and it's like terrible. They, they get depressed, honestly. Yeah, they get depressed because they're using up all their dopamine. All their body doesn't have enough time to replenish it. Yeah, yeah. that's so facts. Everyone I know that with hella girls, like they're honestly not that happy. They're not happy, man. And I know I lived that life. Yeah. You know, at one point in my life, and it gets it gets boring, and it's and and it's an empty victory. You're spending all this time doing it you know chasing girls or like going out to meet girls or yeah. having a roster and you know all this <laughs> time, energy <laughs> such it's, a waste of time it's just an empty victory you know especially you can be deploying all that energy against some some like a bigger goal i think man i think you know when i was when i was real little i saw a movie called Chris, casino royale i've uh, heard of it uh it's james bond movie with um the last guy was james bond uh uh oh the one that just left yeah, yeah, him. yeah it was his first one okay and it was a scene where he was sleeping with like this villain's wife he was about to sleep with this villain's wife mm. but he got a call and he said yo they said yo the villain's at the airport and he left her. she was like ready to f you know yeah, yeah. he left her and I, I remember being 17 thinking i couldn't have did that i would have been like <laughs> i'd have been like yo can we get him tomorrow <laughs> but he left her and went and got the villain uh i could do it now right i, I think that it just shows, I don't know, I think you can judge a man on the, not what he, not the, not the he indulges in, but he can say no to. Mm. Like, that's how tough he is, right? Like, how how hardcore is he get? What, what can he say no to? Wow. So some guys can't say, can't control the amount of food they put in their mouth, right? But, uh, so imagine, imagine when you get successful. Right when you and you have like it's more there's more temptations at like a high level if a you're lot really more. trying to accomplish stuff right hella man yeah. girls in, in your DMs probably all day oh man you know like I got a million followers you know what I'm saying I'm <laughs> <with> jewelry, and <laughs> jewelry and designer clothes all the time consistent yeah. basis you know like it and you know I'm in pretty good pretty good shape pretty yeah good shape. it's like imagine what I got what I say no to you know what I'm saying on a, yeah, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> like, but that those guys would get wrapped up in that. Shit. Oh, I think, for sure. I think more young guys should pride themselves on being able to to um, abstain mm. from 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 hedonism. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because that that that's those are the real badasses. You know? Yeah, no, nah, for sure. I respect those guys way more. Yeah, yeah, I th and I think those guys respect themselves more. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. For I think sure. those guys respect themselves more. Like, I know there's a big push. For guys to have a, now every guy wants to have a harem of women and yeah. like, and like, but yo, the poor, right? It's like, not worth it. It's not worth it. It's a, it's a, it's a pain. I, I respect the guy who can say no to, 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 to pleasures that most guys can. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. You've interviewed some beasts, man. I was checking out your YouTube. What did you learn from uh, Grant Cardone? Oh, Cardone, you know. It's it's funny, you know what I learned from Cardone is he's still learning, mm. even though he's a like billionaire, he's still looking for information from people above him. Really, you know, like he was telling me he was on a he was on a call with uh, Elon Musk. No way, trying to learn, and he said he wasn't saying nothing, even Damn. when Elon said something he didn't agree with, he was taking it to an account. 
right? And I was like, okay, yeah, it never, it never ends. Hmm. It never ends the the learning. You you ne- you never want to feel like you got it, like you just know everything, right? Yeah. And for me, like I've learned some things from people younger than me, less successful than me. Like this one kid I, I mentor is named Splashman, and I've been mentoring him since he was like sixteen, hmm. and he's like his 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 business is doing a million dollars now. He's like twenty. 324. Wow. Yeah. And um he he put me on to stuff sometimes. Like like when TikTok was blowing up, he was like, You should try this TikTok thing. I'm like, all right. And then I started TikTok and we started running ads and they were some of our most profitable ads. On TikTok? Yes. D- yeah. At, at one point they were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's dope. And yeah, I get I your would, ads daily, bro. Like you nice. crush it with those. Oh yeah, man, we trying. You know? Yeah. Talk to <laughs> me about we didn't even dive into the business side of things, but yeah, talk to me about how you grew that empire. It started off, man, me just trying to you know, after my father killed himself, I was a, uh, I I figured, man, I need to make some money, so I just started working more. Mm. You know, I started training. I would I was living in New York in Queens, so I wake up at four, take the train to Harlem, train people in the morning, uh, and then I would take the I would shower at the gym, then take the train downtown to Soho, and I was security guard at the Prada store. Mm. I I was a bad security guard. I didn't keep <laughs> anything. I didn't guard anything or keep anyone secure, <laughs> right? But uh, but they paid me, okay. and I was there for eight hours a day. And then I would work for a moving company after that. Holy crap. five days a week, and then, and then on Saturdays and Sundays I would train people in the morning, and then manage my boy's restaurant Jeez. in Queens, a barbecue restaurant. And I did that for like two years. Holy crap! But because I'm a father, I had to take care of the family. Yeah, I yeah. Had to take care of my mom, my 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 sister, her kids, grandma, and you know, I just felt like it was a lot of weight on my shoulders at 24. Yeah. To be like the man of the family, and uh, you know, I just rose to the occasion. I just worked more. Mm. I just worked. You know, this is 12, 14 hours a day, seven days a week for two years, and it was during. I had a college degree. The reason I had to get those. Blue collar jobs because it was during the economic recession. Oh, uh, oh eight, oh eight, yeah, oh yeah. seven, oh eight. Bad timing. And it, it was people with master's degrees working at Starbucks. Like, yeah, I remember it was, that. It was serious, bad, seriously bad. You remember that? You look too young. To I was in fourth that. grade. I remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was it was intense, and but I, I made I made six figures both years. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because just just working. Just like, that's, that's something I be. I'm trying to tell a lot of young people, right? It, Young guy, especially if you don't have a lot of kids, if you don't have a bunch of kids or something, yo, just work more mm. right now, especially in your twenties when you're young, work more, because that can really set you up. You know, you there's 180, I'm mean, 168 hours in every week. You should be working like 80 hours a week, man. Mm. It's because that's when you have the the vigor and the energy to do so, and you don't have the responsibilities. You know, you don't have a bunch of kids. You don't have, you just really focus, man. Go yeah. hard, stack money. And you can deploy that money against your your goals, you know, really build something special. Love that, man. That's something because I did because I, I I wanted to go online after that. I, I was like, how do I take? I had the idea to take my business online, mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to do it. Um, so I had to like kind of. I was in those first class of people who started online training. I don't say I invented it, but I was. You were in early that pioneer for sure, class yeah. of online trainers. And because it didn't exist before for us, this is like ten years ago, right? Yeah, like longer than that, man. It's like it's like oh nine, twenty ten. You know, yeah, you were hella and, early, and that's when I started YouTube. Yeah, that's how I, I used YouTube to advertise it, and then I was able to build that up slowly into a seven figure business. Mm. You know, and and then I started managing a lot of other influencers, like so I would start running their business, mm. and they would just make videos, but I would build their websites. 
uh, run the ads, do the customer service, help them put together their programs. Mm -hmm. Just I would handle all the business stuff for. I did that for a lot of different influencers. Smart. And then I got to the point where um, I didn't want to work with influencers anymore because they was like babies. They don't work as hard as well, you. Nah, they just wanted a lot of these guys wanted to be famous instead oh, okay. of wanting to make money. Yeah, you know, I'd and, rather um, make money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you, people can't give you, there's nothing wrong with making money. Like people, you can't make money actually. People have to give it to you. And the only way they give it to you in exchange for a product or service that they feel like is equal or greater value. Right. So you got to get value to get yeah, to yeah. make money, right? So if you're not making money, you're not making value. You're not giving value. You exactly. Know? So anyway, they, they were more concerned about being famous. And it was it just felt like I was a babysitter a little bit. So I, I shut that part of the business down and I started teaching people other trainers how to start their online mm. business business and that business kind of blew up because there's a lot of people who a lot of trainers who were like really excited to learn how to do this because when you take your business online you can you can actually train more people charge them less and a lot of times get better results than in-person trainers. really well the way we teach it okay you can't out train a bad what a bad person diet oh, you can't diet, trade uh, a bad diet. like diet's the most important part but an in-person trainer they'll give you some tips yeah but he's getting paid for the hour right he's actually incentivized for you not oh so he clocks out yeah he clocks out man when you you know he's only with you for an hour yeah right what are you going to do the other 23 uh, <laughs> hours right you yeah. start eating nachos and cheese and <laughs> cakes and candies it doesn't matter what you did in the gym right so what, what i had to develop was a system where i can track my my client's diet mm. with them so I can see in real time what they're eating every day. Mm. And it was it was like archaic initially, but now we have it kind of dialed in. And I teach that to my my students. And they're able to help their clients with their diets remotely and monitor it every day to make wow. sure they're hitting their, their macros, to make sure they're hitting their calories. Yeah. And they get as a result, they get way better results. So diet's like 80% of it. Oh man, it's way more important. Like I've trained people who are like obese. Yeah. And we didn't have them working out at all really well because they're obese man what i'm telling them run a mile <laughs> if you weigh 300 pounds like seriously yeah. you guys wait guy came in weighing 300 pounds i'm like hey man run a mile today <laughs> like it would fuck up his joints like it would probably do more harm than good wow so like the first thing we did was just put them on a diet and they start losing they start losing weight fast then when they get to a weight where they can like manage it better they start feeling better have more energy then we start incorporating exercise wow it, yeah but yeah diets are way way more important you know Damn, like even nuts. for me like right now like I'm 40. Yeah. Right. And so like, I, I keep, I keep, I've been doing this for like, what is that? Almost scale? 50 years. Yeah. I keep a scale in my bag, a food scale. I weigh, Whoa. My, I weigh everything I eat. Are you, you serious? Yeah. So how do you go out to restaurants? I, yo, man, I, I put it on the plate. No way. I put it out right on the restaurant. I was doing that shit in fuck nice restaurants here. I was at fucking no way. Sushi. Samba last night weighing the shit. Are you serious? Dead. But how much does it actually matter? Oh, I mean, listen. It's all math. Losing weight is math, right? Let's say you want to lose a pound a week. A pound of fat is three is uh, thirty five hundred calories. Yeah, you got to burn thirty five hundred calories to burn a pound, pound of fat. Okay, how much fat you want to lose, right? All you got to do is be, burn more calories than you consume each day, right? So if you if I burn, if I burn an extra five hundred calories eat every day, I'll lose a pound a week. Yeah, if I want to lose more than that, but how do you know? How do you know if yeah, you don't yeah. measure it? Like this is extreme. I do this. And I, I use this aura ring to track how many calories I burn. Really? So I just do the math. How much do you burn a day right now? Right, I'll tell you right now how much I burn. My resting metabolic rate is 2,000. Okay. Which is high, right? Uh, yeah, that's, that's good. You got, you, you, I can look at you and see you have a high metabolism. Yeah. You know, um, 
but I like I'm not guessing at all, right? You know, <laughs> like numbers, guys. yeah, because yeah, your life is just math. Today I burnt uh, 2,400 calories. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I, I I track it every day. Wow. And I just and if I want to cut, I just make sure that I can I burn more than I consume, and it's it's just math. So you skip a lot of meals. I don't skip meals. Like I used to do intermittent fasting. I yeah. did it for like years, but when I went keto, I felt like I didn't I didn't need that. Because the food's you know? so healthy. It's... Yeah, I just felt I, I felt good on on, on the keto. Man. But you don't need to be do keto to get in good shape, honestly. You just burn more calories you consume if you want to lose fat. Make sure you get enough protein. And you know, just I mean, you don't have to be as strict as me. <laughs> Unless you want to look like me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so people before even before I went on testosterone, people were saying I'm I'm on steroids. Yeah, but that's because they never met someone who tracked every meal, right. <laughs> who kept a scale on them at all times. So you, you <laughs> weren't on steroids. Ten years. No, I, I didn't. I didn't start testosterone until I was 38. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I only weighed like 200 pounds. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I wasn't like bodybuilder size. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, what's next for you? Where can people find out more about you and what you're doing? Um, man, you know, you can find me, I mean, on, on Instagram, King Keto. Uh, YouTube, you search my name. It's the one with a million subscribers. <laughs> Only a million. And uh, I have a free course on pe- for people who want to learn how to make more money. It's legit free. Like, there's no, like, funnel where I'm going to get you to buy anything else. There's nothing you can buy even in the course. It's legit free. It's called uh, Baller Mindset. The reason I put that out, man, was because I met, like, I don't know. I met a, a discouraging amount of young men who tell me they're broke, mm. and and a lot of them were like, of, you know, a lot of them were like black or different minorities, and I and that kind of bothers me a little bit because I was raised by people who went through the civil rights movement, right? So that stuff was like kind of in my head. And yeah. I, I just they tell me how much how they fought, got the, Martin Luther King was getting his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Every weekend, not for you to sit around being broke, dork. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Not for you to sit around off and playing video games. That was a dream, dumb, <laughs> right? And but maybe they don't have the financial education, right? Maybe it's not all their fault. Maybe they didn't mm. get the right financial education or, or how to really deploy their, their 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 resources and their time and their energy towards the acquisition of capital. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always. Thank you for listening to this all the way to the end. And in case you're looking for more free content and more free stuff that'll help you make money, build your muscle and your mindset, join our free Victory Unit Discord channel. It's 100% free. And I have free courses in there that you can download right now, today, 100% free. And we're putting new courses in there all the time. We're in there answering your questions. There's a group of people who are super serious about obtaining elite level success. And if that's you, go ahead and join the Discord. But don't join, you know, if you want to be average or mediocre. That's not the place for you. You won't find anything for you there. right? If you want to be a regular guy who does regular shit until you die, that's cool. I'm sure you got redeeming qualities. The Victory Unit Discord, you won't find a lot of value for you. Now, if you're a guy who's hell-bent on success and will not allow anything to stop him from accomplishing his goals, you fucking need to join the Victory Unit Discord. You need to stop whatever you're doing, whatever it is. It's not more important than joining the Victory Unit Discord right now. I don't care if you're holding a baby, you know what I'm saying? If you're at work, put the baby down. Walk out of that meeting, join the Victory Unit Discord right now, right? It's the most important thing you'll do if you're serious about success. And in case you're into video podcasts, you can find and watch this episode 
on my YouTube channel as well. All right. Holla at y'all. Peace.